All right. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Schoolhouse Rocks, a podcast. Today's episode is Rockston here at Roxbury. I am the coordinator today, Matthew Mon, and I have five wonderful guests here who are going to introduce themselves and tell us all about Rockston and what it has to offer the Roxbury community. So if we want to start it off. Hi, my name is Deanna Ryan, and I'm the 2023 Rockston president. Hi, my name is Kylie Hockey. I am next year's 2024 Rockston president. Hi, I'm Tyler Benedetto. I am this year's and next year's vice president. I'm Mike Gottfried. I'm one of the co-advisors. And I am Marjorie Richmond, the other co-advisor. All right. Well, welcome, everybody, and thank you so much for joining me today. Um, we're very excited to learn about what Rockston is, where it originated from, how it went this year, and what we can expect for next year. So, um, my first question really is, what is Rockston? How did it really come to the Roxbury community, and where does it really stem from? So Rockston is an organization that works to help fight against pediatric cancer. And so the movement started in 1972 with Penn State's Thon, where students came together in their fight against pediatric cancer. They actually had picked different causes year after year, and so they didn't choose pediatric cancer until 1976 when they um, paired with Four Diamonds. But that movement has been going for a while. And then from there, let's say about 30 years ago, Minithon started taking place in Hershey, Pennsylvania, I believe it was one of the first. And schools across the country have really gone um, full into this movement. And so 10 years ago now, a junior at the time, Rachel Sinolovsky, brought the idea to a key club advisor at the time, Ms. Nicole Barbado Connolly, and pitched the idea and said, this is what one of my friends is doing at a nearby school. It sounds really cool. Can Roxbury do something like this? And uh, Ms. Barbado Connolly said, absolutely, it sounds really cool. We would love to do that. And uh, knowing that I had graduated from Penn State and danced in Penn State's Thon when I was a student there, she came to me and said, this is what we're doing. Do you have any interest? Do you know anything about this? And I said, absolutely, I'd love to help. So I stepped in and served as the number two, so to speak, in that first year supporting Ms. Barbado Connolly. And then from there, the, her, for our second year, she stepped back and I took over Key Club and then Minithon and we ran with it from there. And in 2019, 2020, we decided we were going to make a change to support our local community because Four Diamonds is out in Hershey, Pennsylvania. It's a little bit further from Roxbury, so we had a lot of money leaving the community. One of the big things was that they supported um, cancer research and we felt it was important to hold on to that. And so as we made our transition in 2019, 2020, we... Um, decided to partner with Goryeb Children's Hospital in Morristown. And then we also still send a percentage of our money to Four Diamonds so that we hold on to that cancer research piece. And so today we have 70% going to Goryeb and 30% going to Four Diamonds. And so really from there, the rest is kind of history as our students have kind of taken this and run with it. And we transitioned from a mini-thon to Rockston for our 2020 event. And we haven't looked back since. Wow, what a wonderful thing. It sounds like it, you know, it really impacts so many different communities and organizations and the money really, you know, goes to a wonderful cause. Um and uh, we just had a Rockston that just occurred here recently. Uh, we had a Rockston 2022, <laughs> right? Last Friday. 23. 23. My yep. apologies. <laughs> um which was a huge success. Um we raised uh, not we, sorry. You guys raised a a, a ton of money, right? Yeah. Through donations and activities and organizations. Um so, you know, uh, what does a typical Roxxon kind of event look like? For those of us who couldn't make it on Friday, how did that really, you know, transpire? And what is it, if someone were to attend in the future, um, what, what does that really look like? 
Well, you'll start out like everyone like checks in, signs in, and our event is mainly in the gym. Everyone gathers there, just hangs out, kind of gets used to the environment. And then at the start of 7 o'clock, everybody stands up together, and that is the kickoff of the 12 hours. And right at the beginning, we teach our line dance, which is by morale, one of our committees. Um, the morale captains create this line dance that we do every hour on the hour throughout the entire event. It's like just simple dance moves with popular songs, even songs that will relate to our theme. And this year our theme was disco. So that was Ooh, really nice. fun to do a line dance to. Yeah. So we choreographed uh, like it was about three minutes and just that's a good opportunity to kind of bring everyone together, get everyone excited for the event and just kind of leads into the excitement for the whole night. Yeah. So every hour during Rocks On, we're doing a line dance together as a group. Yeah. Disco themed, right? Mm -hmm. um, do we learn this dance before Rock Song begins, or how, wh when does this really transpire? So we teach it right at the beginning, and it's been in the making for a, even a couple months prior. Like we start right at the beginning of the school year, picking music and starting choreography, and then at the beginning of the event, we teach all the um, students, and then everyone by the end of the event, the event, most people get the hang of it and. It gets to be really fun. I would think so. After doing it ten times every yeah. hour on the hour at yeah. the uh, towards the end, you have the dance pretty uh, pretty nailed down, right? Yeah. So every hour you're doing a dance that's about three minutes, right? It takes mm -hmm. about three minutes. What are we doing for the other time period here? So at the event, you can see a lot of different things. Uh, we have a ton of games. Um, we also have DJs bands that came in this year, being Baseline. Um, so they'll hype up the crowd throughout the night, especially in the later hours. It gets tough for students. Um, so we'll have stuff like that. And then we also have a ton of game bounce houses. Um, we use different classrooms, have a photo booth. Um, in years past, we've had an escape room and stuff like that. So there's a ton of stuff for students to do to keep them occupied during the 12 hours. Mm -hmm. So, you know, staying up all night is no easy task. But it sounds like with all the activities, the dancing, it, it makes it really enjoyable and fun and energetic the entire time, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and as I sit here, I look at Mike Godfrey, and his hair happens to be dyed. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to ask, what's what what's that from? Because I also saw one teacher here at Roxbury who wasn't able to talk for a whole day, I believe. So uh, fill me in a little bit here. How did that really uh, occur? Yeah, so to like incentivize to reach a grand total at our event, um, we do like little incentives, uh, specifically teacher incentives. One of those being uh, Mr. Gottfried dyeing his hair purple. So we did a bingo board this year, and every Ooh. time we collectively hit $3,000, we would, um, you know, like spin a bingo ball. We'd pick one person out, and then we'd choose which teacher is doing what. So we had... You know, Mr. G Mr. Gottfried dyes hair purple. Miss um, Fagan, she couldn't speak for a day, um, which was, it was tragic, honestly. <laughs> that must, yeah, that must have been hard. Yeah. Um, Mr. Kulik, um, he was taped to a wall for a lunch period, and that was, that was insane. I think it's mostly to get all the students incentivized. It shows that the teachers really care. We have so much, we have a lot of support um, about rocks on like especially from the RHS staff and uh it kind of just shows that the staff is very supportive in all of our endeavors and they're all here for us in addition to that we also had the teachers um lead a line dance they led a dance um routine at our assembly and that kind of like you know generated like um morale and like um hype about our event 
I mean, how can you not be excited for Roxanne? You have teachers know, dyeing their hair, literally. Getting, getting taped to the wall, yeah. dancing, not being able to talk. Wow, that sounds, that's awesome. Um, and that all went with the money raised, right? To yes. kind of encourage everyone to keep donating and participating. And yeah. am I correct with that? Yes. Yep. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, exactly. Well, that sounds awesome. Um, you know, and it was definitely a fun time. I was there on Friday. The energy was at an all-time high. Yeah. Um, and so so with that being said, looking back on, on you know, the wonderful things that happened on Friday, what were some of uh, the biggest moments or the proudest takeaways, um, you know, all of you had from uh, from this year's Rockstone? Um, I think one of the things that I thought was so exciting is when we get to see all the students come together in the auditorium. We have everybody sit down and then there's a countdown and they stand up at the same time. And you can just feel the, the energy level. It's palpable. And um, they know that this is go time and they've worked hard. Everyone has raised money and it's bigger than the money. We ask each other, why do we thon? And cancer is something that you look at the person sitting next to you and you know that either you have had somebody affected by cancer or that person. It is, it is a feeling that the students have about you know, doing something bigger than themselves. And when we thawn, we do something because we've all been affected by the cancer. Having it affect a child, somebody who we can relate to being young people, being that we see it, it takes on a different level. And so the students have come out in a way that is like no other organization that you see. People are not doing anything for themselves. They are doing something for somebody else and giving back to the community. So when you ask us about, like, for me, one of the things that I love the most is just seeing your athletes and your people from drama and your people from National Honor Society and your artists and you have all these other people in the school coming together in one gym, cheering and dancing and taking photos together because of something so big. And I would definitely jump in because I, I agree. I mean, I think we all recognize that supporting kids going through this fight is tremendous. And, and that's definitely a huge piece of why we do what we do. But another piece of it for me is just seeing our students grow as leaders. I mean, when we look at everyone as they come in, um, everyone has their strengths and everyone has room to grow. And it's just amazing to watch our group of 20 to 22 student leaders come in every year and just how much they've changed and how much they kind of come out of their shell and really transform into true leaders. And we always say we have some of the best leaders in the school. And yes, I'm probably biased in saying that, <laughs> but at the same time, they really prove it when we look at this event. And there's so many moving pieces to this. And I don't think people realize how much goes into pulling off a 12-hour event where you have several hundred high school students here overnight. I mean, there's so many details to consider. And they plan so much of that and execute it. And there was a lot throughout the event where people came to me and they're like, all right, what's happening next? I'm like, I don't know. Go ask the leaders because they're the <laughs> ones that planned this. The students do have a lot of autonomy. They're the ones making the decisions. They're the ones who are making the phone calls to the companies, getting our donations. They're the ones who are on the walkies talking to each other. It is our students who run the event, you know. Um, Mr. Gottfried and I help facilitate and make sure to troubleshoot. Um, Mike is so good at that. But when it comes down to it, it's those kids. It's their faces that are in the front. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, on top of that, 
none of the leaders actually have had or experienced an overnight event before. So we were kind of mm. jumping in, like not really know what's going on. And I'm just, uh, you know, as president, I was just really proud with all the leader initiative. And it's been said before, but almost all of our leaders are involved in something like other than Roxon as well. So they go from one sport, they come to Roxon and it's like, th it's a year round thing. I call, I say Roxon's my sport <laughs> at this point. <laughs> um, and uh, it just kind of shows like how driven, especially this year, like with everything um, and like how we had to pull off a 12 hour event is kind of insane mm -hmm. without having any prior experience. And the fact that we did it with great success um, really just shows leader initiative. And that's one of my most proudest moments. I know a lot of people can say that as well. And our leaders really did. We we pulled off an incredible event. Mm -hmm. But also, all of the students at Roxbury High School can get involved in Roxon. Yeah. We have our committee, which is the general student population. They can just attend a meeting, even just one. And that's that will make a huge effect on how our event is run. The more so in the beginning of the year, we have a club fair, and that's when you can sign up for the Google Classroom and get updates from, from us and the advisors, and we'll announce our committee meetings. And committee meetings, we just still work on planning our event, and the more the merrier. The more students that come and show up to our committee meetings, the better and smoother things will run, and the more fun it will be. And in addition, of course, all students can register and attend our event and fundraise for our event, which we talked about before. And also we have some fundraisers throughout the year, like one is Pajama Day in September, where you can donate $2 um, to our Rocks on fundraising and um, to wear pajamas to school for a day. So. I mean, who doesn't want to wear pajamas to school, right? right? Yeah. I mean, and it goes to a good cause. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So if we're looking to get involved next year, Come to one of the info sessions mm -hmm. in the beginning of the year, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. Come see what it's all about. We're going to have rocks on next year as well where students can sign up and really take a – they can come for the overnight. Um, correct? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So if you're looking to get involved, next year is your time when the uh, announcements go out for the club fair. Yeah. Um, well, I really appreciate having all of you here. Um, is there anything – are there any final parting words we want to talk about or, or, or kind of give our, our listeners a – so I, I would say the one one thing that's been impressive is seeing how much this organization has grown over the years. I mean, we talked about how much our students have stepped up, and we've really endured a lot over that time. Um, as we transitioned from Minithon in 2019, that was our biggest year. We had over 500 students involved. We raised 82,000. Um, but then after that, COVID happened, and we were forced to go um, from our overnight event to a virtual event. Um, that was the year where we also lost Henry Allenbach, who was a child that we were working with who had a brain tumor and his mom worked here in the district. And that's something that really impacted us. And that was tough. I mean, that was really hard for us to make it through that year and then have our event canceled after all of that. It, mm -hmm. it was difficult. And then the following year, we were able to get back outside and it was still COVID and we had to have masks. And so we definitely had some adversity there. And then the following year, we got our event back indoors, at least in the gym. And we did at least seven hours. Um, but then even that year, Ms. Barb Barbado Connolly um, unfortunately passed away. And so that's something that really weighed heavily because she had such ties to this organization and really was the heart and soul of where this started. Mm -hmm. And then that transitions to this year where we were excited to finally have an overnight event again. So this is really the first overnight event we've had for Roxanne in a while. Yeah. Um, and, and like I said again, what a success it was. Um, 
and, and this event, we also, um, this event was a special one. This was our 10th event, and we officially have raised over $400,000 in the last year, in the last wow. 10 years. Oh, oh, wow. <laughs> and that's going to the charities uh, Mike, Mike uh, referenced in the beginning, Yeah, correct? exactly. Gloria Children's Hospital and then Four Diamonds. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, I want to thank all of you once again, and uh, you know, thank you for coming here and telling all of our listeners about the wonderful event, Rockstone. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you're looking to get involved, Next year is your opportunity, and uh, we're Definitely. full steam ahead for Rockstar right. 23, 24, right? Yeah, we, yes. yeah, we can't do it without. Yeah, we can't do it without uh, the admin, and we can't do it without our community. We can't do it without our students. So you're thanking us, but our thank you is. Really to everyone. Yeah, to everyone. Really. To the Roxbury thank, community. Thank you, Roxbury yeah. community. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you for everybody out there listening, and thank you, for uh, us. Thank you everybody. All right. Thank you. <laughs>